Hello, this is Polite Rationist. I am Micah. I'm Aisha. And I'm Gigi. And today we're going to be talking about law. So Gigi, tell us about yeah. how we even, how did you even get into law and just up until this point? So what exactly are you studying right now? So I actually just completed school for my paralegal, my paralegal study. Yes. Get myself a hand clap. Yes. So I'm just playing. So we, um, I got my degree in paralegal studies. So when I was in school for that, we covered an array of different um, laws, like, of course, civil and um, criminal and a, a few different different other like wills probate stuff like that but um I, I actually have a um a fascination not a fascination but like you know a liking I would say mm-hmm. towards criminal law criminal defense um so I like to keep up to date on some of the court proceedings that happen throughout the country and um just watching how laws are getting changed and and things of that sort. So mostly criminal is what I like to look into. Um, most recently, I have been watching, I don't know how many people um, have been following the trial of Daryl Brooks. He is the guy who was recently convicted of um, driving his mother's red SUV into um, a crowd of people last November. Mm, okay. Six people, including a little boy. He injured a lot. I think it was like six, 70 or 60-something people he injured. Um, but I've been watching his trial because he actually opted to defend himself, be his own attorney. <clears throat> and so within that, he was ultimately convicted. He, um, on all counts, I think they gave him six, six life sentences. And then I think wow. it was like 762 years after on top so, of that, okay, so so if he died, he got to come back to life and keep finishing it. So do, yep. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And so um, his trial was super interesting just because if you, if people ever have time or if anyone has time to go back and just look, it's up to you or not, but I will say he fought with the judge a lot. The biggest thing that was interesting about this case was that he didn't know nothing about law. What? So, man, oh, my goodness. He, he went up there asking the judge, what is this and that mean? I'm just like, how are you going to defend yourself and you don't know a lick of nothing about law? Wow. He went up there. And then so his baby mama is the reason. Or he he basically, one of his defenses tried to put off that his baby mama was the reason why they fought and why he drove his car into those people because they had had a really bad argument prior to him driving his car into the parade. Wow. He diminished her. And that was one thing I just did not care for. He tried to diminish her character, not her, but her character, because she doesn't mm. have custody of her kids. Mm. Um, but what goes even deeper is that he had, um, he was actually convicted of, I think it was having sexual um, conduct with the minor prior years prior with her, because she was 15 when he met her. And he was like 19 or 20 something. 
And so he um, definitely tried to diminish her character a lot, um, tried to put her on blast about her not being a good mother and um, all kinds of stuff. So that was one of the um, other cases. But what's interesting, too, y'all, I'm going to just say this. The mm-hmm. judge who, um, she was a good judge. To me, she was. Um, but the judge who actually handed the, um, the not the judgment, but the verdict of the, the tell him what time he was going to get he um actually gave him also his any proceeds or any funds that he receives to his commissary half of it goes to the victims and which uh, right now in law a lot of judge a lot of judges have been doing that like the parkland shooter the guy who killed those students in high school last year in the Mm -hmm. um, high school yeah that judge he don't get no commissary. She took all of his commissary. Anybody try to send him money for anything goes straight to the victims. Wow. So that's kind of something uh, that a lot of ju- uh, judges and attorneys have been doing lately is making sure that any money that the that convicted um, that the convicted person gets goes straight to the victims. So they don't get no extra. Um, what them things they like in there? Uh, oatmeal pies. Yeah. <laughs> they don't get no extra ramen noodles. Right. Like, no. So that's just like I said, I'm a criminal, so I try to keep up to date on what's going on and what's the new things in in the scene with criminal. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so it is good to know those types of things. I'm not really a fan of watching the news and cases like that, but because mm-hmm. they just I just feel for the victims so much. Like I honestly I'm just kinda like just put the put the uh the put them under the jail at this point but I understand that you know there is a justice system everybody has the you know due process and so on and so forth but then at the same time it's kind of like you know at the end of the day too people are paying for these things the city is paying for it you know the citizens are still paying for it and and he still continues to or these you know people not him in general but just people are still being taken care of even mm-hmm. though they have caused harm to others and then think that it's a mockery that they you know they can go into and just like oh we can I can just go ahead and make a fool of myself you know it's just those types of things and it's very disheartening um and I I feel for the victims you know deeply because it's like they have to relive you know even some of who have lived through it and the families, you know, who have to endure that process all over again because some guy had an argument with his baby mama. Like, that's that's not an excuse yeah. to take a life, you know? So, um, but no, it's good to, to have, to know those types of things and be, you know, familiar with law. And I do appreciate you. We do appre- appreciate you. Um, being in that room because you always been <laughs> knowing the law since, <laughs> since we first met you so um yeah yeah that oh so I was just gonna say you you're right because I think that's just like in what you said I'm gonna repeat it back but like I think that's like the moral debate of like between everybody in the world right now like mm-hmm. um because a lot of people seek vengeance you know like the death penalty they deserve you know they killed and took all these innocent lives especially yeah. expected ones you know weren't expecting to die and you know yeah. vengeance they want retail they want you know the person who killed their loved ones to die as well mm-hmm. 
I think that's like the moral debate. And like you said, also like taxpayers, you, me, Micah, like yeah. um, or Aisha, like we're yeah. so we're paying for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be fed every day to have security. We're paying for yeah. For have know, free health care. Go to yeah. where you need to go to. Yeah. So that's the moral of the debate. And I guess like from uh the other perspective or the Christian perspective, mm-hmm. it's more like you know, God is the one who makes the decision. It's not our ultimate decision because we're supposed to seek him, you mm-hmm. know, to fill that void because sometimes when people, when they, they think they know what they want, but when it comes, it actually is not what they really wanted, you know? Correct. It's yeah. like, it, it still doesn't fill that void. Um, So I, I, I definitely get it like on both sides. And I think that's just like the biggest thing. And then like, you know, a lot of states right now are banned. They're, taking away the death penalty still to this day mm. like they're taking like some states just don't believe in the death penalty they're like no you know that's not it's not um yeah I'm enjoying I enjoy law I'm I'm enjoying every bit of it case briefings all those things um but people should always make sure to stay um up to date on not not even just like going and looking at what the laws are but just kind of like they say no you're right Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna just mm-hmm. say this, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it alone because I could talk about law all day. But <laughs> like, so I remember when I was staying in Atlanta, and I actually was just talking to my mom about this. But I was staying in Atlanta. We were in that in the in that apartment that I could not stand, and so I let them know. I said, you know, y'all haven't fixed the issues that we need in this apartment, and um, I was just like, you know, I'm not gonna keep paying rent if y'all, you know, are not gonna fix what needs to be fixed so I was taking pictures you know keeping all my evidence and um so I actually started I had stayed at um some hotels because I just wasn't comfortable staying there and so I actually stopped paying rent and so they went ahead and filed the eviction and then it was so funny before I I guess because I already had sent an email saying like hey if you take me to court this mm-hmm. is just a little bit of what I'm going to show the judge. Mm. So before I even got into the courtroom, their attorney pulled me to the side. Mm. And she said, she said, okay, I want to see if you are um, wanting to settle. Oh, no, like, yeah. What the hell does it Man. It's shit. Oh. And, it, and it's shit. Oh. A lot of people do deal with that. Like their apartment complexes you know, but I'm not saying like people should go and just wait till they file rent, you know, like definitely talk, you know, with your property manager and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or talk to higher ups or, you know, like uh code enforcement or whatever the case is, you know, before right. you take that. That's just what I did because I wasn't about to play with them. Right. Um, so yeah, she pulled me aside before I even got <laughs> to the front of the mm, when I didn't even make it into the courtroom when the attorney pulled me to the side. And she was like, um, she was like, well, you know, we, I just, I don't want to, you know, take all this to, in front of the judge. And something in me was like, girl, just take it, just do it. But she was mm-hmm. like, but she gave me a garbage. She was like, you know, if you can move out next month, you won't owe any rent um, mm, cool. or anything like that. You know, if you're just able to move out the next month, then we'll just drop everything and um, you'll be good to go. So that's what I ended up doing. Oh, okay. <laughs> He was yeah. just like, um, if you can move out, it was a date she gave me. It was like the next month, and um, she was like, then you know, we, it won't be on your file or nothing hey, like the- that. You won't owe. 
you see it. It's going to be on my, my thing. You're right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but come even later on to find out that um, usually, well, it's best for people to look at their leases to see exactly what it says. But I know um, yeah. at some, I believe, like, at, look at the lease. But at, at some places in Georgia, I know if you are no longer, if the home is not no longer habitable. So basically, um, if it's not, if you're not able to live there and you're having to get hotels and you're paying for hotels instead of living in the home, a lot of times they can cancel out the lease. Now, don't quote me on that. I am not a lawyer. I am not authorized to give legal advice. I do have a claimer. Consult with your own lawyer. (laughs) Your state. Check over Mm -hmm. your state. And yeah, but check And know the laws of your state. Know the laws. That's why I'm just like, like, it's really important. Like, it it, it don't even have nothing to do. It don't have everything to do with, like, the police or dealing with judges. You know, it's just knowing what what you are able and are not able to do. You know, like, what what, what your rights are. You know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. And it cannot do in your state, then you're just gonna be doing whatever, or you're just gonna be clueless. And yeah, you can have a right to something, and you'd be like, Well, you know, I guess it just it is what it is. No, mm-hmm. it is what it is. There's lawyers out here that go pro bono, promo, pro bono, and where they don't, you know, they won't charge you because they know for a fact that you have a solid case and that you're, yeah. weird, you know, so no, you're right. Yeah, and it's, it's she's so right, know your rights. Um, and for the landlords, too. Cause I know there was like a, um, there was a couple things I've seen like just floating around on social media. One was with, um, this person, they were, I think they were either selling a house or, but they basically, they were trying to get rid of the house, but they didn't have anybody in it. And literally a squatter came in and mm-hmm. moved in yeah, and, yeah. And they literally like, they couldn't legally evict them because they were a tenant there now. So they mm-hmm. literally, I think they had to go through the process of getting them evicted. And it's like, what? Yeah. And then also, too, there was a, a story about an Airbnb. A girl. No. Um, <laughs> I saw. Yeah, you saw that? A girl, <laughs> she yeah. she was renting out her Airbnb, and then a girl came, and the, the, the girl never left. And legally, she couldn't put the girl out. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. And then... um. I think some other lawyer answered it and he was like, this is happening a lot. They was like, you, you guys, you have to put certain things in your lease. So, mm-hmm. oh, you know, not in the lease, like the contract for when these people stay, because legally she can stay there, yeah. you know? And then I know for something that I went through when I was in Philly, um, like I was staying with my ex, well, my ex was staying with me, really. He was staying with me, and then I wanted to kick him out, and they were like, well, since he has mail here, he legally lives here, but the nigga don't pay no bills. Yeah. Correct. And it was like, it don't matter. And I was, when I tell you, I was so pissed. I was so pissed. Yep. So, uh, knowing your laws and on both ends of the fence, mm-hmm. can't and can't do, please, guys, please. Yeah, um, yes, most definitely. The similar thing happened to me, but the thing is... They claim mm-hmm. that they didn't live with me, but I knew that law stating that if you have com- have mail coming to my house, that means you do reside with me, mm-hmm. which means you I am the apartment owner or the renter or whatever, and yeah. you are a resident here. So therefore, if you're a resident here, there's bills and such that you have already, you yeah. know, said that you were going to take on as being a share, you know, yeah. roommate or whatever, if you will. And that's how I got what I needed to get because 
I knew that then because they had me and I had the proof. I was like, you got bills, late bills coming here. All that stuff pe- coming here. All that's coming here and I'm keeping it. But you're saying, oh, I don't live there. Oh, okay. Mm. It's all right. Say less. I got you. So, that's and crazy. that's how I was able to get what I need to get. So, yes, people, please, please, please know what you need to know and also ask around. It's okay to start Googling stuff, but then sometimes you, as Gigi said, you will need that extra advice and it doesn't hurt to reach out to somebody who can actually assist you. So it's always good to know people, to have people in your pocket, whether it's, you know, the court, somebody, because somebody knows something more than what you know. And yep. a lot of people are just like, you know, they feel like, oh, well, um, just kind of like, well, let things be what they be. And because who knows, Gigi, what if you didn't take pictures of what exactly. was going on of the apartment? What if you, you weren't, you know, up to, you know, knew the law, you know, you didn't keep your evidence. A lot of people just let things just go and they're just like, oh, it'll be all right. It'll pass over. They could have been put your stuff out and you had no idea that you had a right, you Mm -hmm. know, that you would have, you know what I'm saying? So it's just so many things that, and that's why reading is important, you know, reading stuff. Yes. I, you know, earlier I was saying, I don't watch the news as much, but I have friends who know stuff. So Gigi yeah. knows stuff. Aisha knows stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I go to different people, you know, to learn different things. And it's okay to do that. Yeah. 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 All right, everyone. So this has been a great uh, short and sweet episode about law and knowing what you need to know to make sure you're not taken advantage of by the courts and by anybody else for that matter. So we want to thank Gigi for all that information. And we will definitely do a part two on that because law is interesting it's not mm-hmm. always bad it ain't always boring but mm-hmm. it does have its high points and so thank you Gigi for bringing that to light so Thanks, this Gigi. has been a <laughs> yeah, of course Help so me. yeah so learn some things yeah mm-hmm. so yeah so we'll definitely see you all in the next episode I am Micah I'm Aisha and I'm Gigi all right we'll see y'all later peace deuces bye